it was so much fun going back to this, Megan. Yeah, this was so much fun. I know. I wish we could have watched it together, but like, yeah, life, you know, it's, it's hard enough to get here to we could talk about it on the podcast, but yeah. <laughs> here we are. So Megan, how have you been? It's been a while. Yeah. Just a lot of life stuff. Like everything's fine, but like, you know, it just seemed like everything happened, everything everywhere all at once. So let's see tonight we're uh we're finally you and i have been like just stewing and like waiting to talk about this movie we're gonna be talking about 10 things i hate about you and i i oh my god this movie is still good like after all these years yeah and it like captures the stupidity of high school so well (laughs) it does and like the, the way they like and th- and this is kind of loosely based on Taming of the Shrew, yes. By yes. Yeah, yep, that's and, correct. Um, they even throw in like the way that they talk because they don't talk like yes. teenagers. And they're yeah. <laughs> There's that one scene, and I wrote this down as one of my favorite lines. Um, and it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt when he's when he says to David Cromwell's character, "I burn, I pine, <laughs> I perish," and I'm like. <laughs> now now, all right not every teenager talks like this but do you remember when i used to say but i doth protest (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) this is kind of how you and i talk to each other sometimes (laughs) maybe that's what it is it's like i remember um i remember seeing this in the theater with my friends i did too yeah yeah Oh, God. And it was just so, you know, and it was really great, too, because it captured the different, you know, um, groups of of teenagers. It captured the different like mindsets and where what was going on. And what I really thought was hysterical is just some of the, the, the delivery in this movie was perfect. Yeah. And the people delivering the lines, like, I feel like they oh, found yeah. people to play these roles. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, um, one of my other favorites is when the homeroom teacher says, someday you're going to get bitch slapped and I ain't going to do a thing <laughs> to stop it. And I'm like, my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Their teacher. <laughs> um, Go ahead. Oh, as I say, Daryl Chill Mitchell. Ah, uh, yes, who I loved like so much back when he was on the John Larroquette show. That sentence makes me sound like I'm so old. <laughs> but like, but, like I, I, I used to watch yeah. Night Court. So how yes. old is that? Nick and I were watching the reboot of Night Court. <laughs> I love Night Court. Oh my god, yeah. Okay, yeah. I guess I guess loosely, if we're going to talk about what the movie's about. It's just uh, like these two sisters that are both in high school and uh, the dad doesn't want them to date. And and the reason why the father doesn't want them to date is because he uh, he delivers babies mm-hmm. for uh, his job. And he's just like he actually has the pregnancy suit. Um, oh, the empathy belly, <laughs> the empathy belly. Yeah, the empathy. Belly. I was looking at the name um, and it said empathy belly, empathy belly, <laughs> put on the belly. No, dad, no. And it's like, uh, I want you to feel the weight of your decisions. <laughs> yeah, the weight of your decisions. And the reason why he does it is that he has this rule that she, the younger sister, can't date until the older sister can date. 
Yes, which and is like a ridiculous rule that never would happen, but it just it works for the movie. So. We we think it's ridiculous, but God knows what some of the rules that parents come up with or yeah. have come up with the past. So it just seems like a rule that would pit your own daughters against each other, though. Like I well, hate they that. Do. Like, oh I mean, well, yeah. You know, there was one, and it's interesting. You could say this. Um, because the one, one line that made me uncomfortable was when the younger sister says to Kat, like, cause she insults Kat while insulting somebody else. She says, why don't you find, um, the, oh, uh, you know what line I'm talking about? To take you out or something. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like, whoa. And it's because she's princess. Yeah. I have to say watching it through this time. Because I always found Bianca's character to be like the most annoying of like the main characters. But going uh -huh. through this time, I was a lot more aware of the fact that like these girls, like their mom left. And uh -huh. it didn't even sound like there was like a finalized divorce between the parents. It was just like, no. a, oh, she's gone and no one knows where she is. She just couldn't yeah. handle us. So I'm like, okay, both of these girls were like, must feel like so abandoned. And that's obvious with Kat because she's very like tough and just like, yeah, you don't affect me at all. I'm, I'm whatever. No, exactly. I'm untouchable kind of thing. Right. Whereas Bianca, the younger sister, like wants everyone to love her. You know, she likes being yeah. adored. And like, I always was like, okay, la la la. But I'm like, okay, I kind of get why she's like that. And uh, yeah. You know, yeah, her dad. I, I, uh, no, it wasn't an easy, it wasn't an easy situation. You know, and I kind of understand like when, why he went into overprotective mode because the, there was no mother there to like kind of educate them and help them. And um, yes, and the dad played by uh, Larry Miller, who I've always thought is a is a, oh, a funny guy. This is oh boy. my god, he's silly. Yeah, <laughs> too funny. Um, um, Allison Janney, like she was right on in this. Mm -hmm as the guidance counselor like she had no time for nonsense yeah and she came up with the most insano like you know insane. yeah and her name was like miss perky yeah it was something like that it was yeah. like what is it, what is going on there yeah um one of my my favorites is when she's in the middle of writing her romance novel yeah. and she keeps having to deal with the kids in between yeah. and uh, she keeps going on to Kat about how smart and intelligent she is and why does she keep acting you know in such a way mm -hmm. and she's like alright I'll, I'll make an effort and then she goes and I'll let you get back to Reginald's quivering member and I was like oh <laughs> I, like that girl. I like that yeah I like yeah. when she when Kat goes into her office and Alice and Janie's like drinking out of the cat mug and she's mm -hmm. like oh cat 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 cat, cat. <laughs> yeah, oh my god <laughs> Oh and God. she's just like looking at her like okay like <laughs> so let's see oh yeah and so also in the story there's uh uh cameron who's just moved to the town he's like an army brat and uh that's joseph gordon levitt joseph gordon levitt um and uh michael david, yeah michael david played by david Crumitz, is the one like showing him around and um yeah yeah and uh we have patrick verona which was which is played by the late great heath ledger mm -hmm. who oh my god he was so 
I remember watching him in this being like, who is, where did this guy come from? Like, yeah. And just being like, I think he's going places because he seems like he can cover all the, all the acting bases here. And one of my favorite parts in this movie is when he lights the cigarette with the Bunsen burner. I thought that was one of the sexiest (laughs) things ever. I was like, that was pretty good on this. That was pretty hot, like literally. Yeah. Literally and yeah, literally. It was hot. <laughs> no. Um, um, yeah. What else? And then there's, of course, our our favorite. You you say his name so well, Megan. Oh, Joey, eat me, Donner. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Joey, eat me that Donner. is his name. <laughs> Ew, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> it's like he's the epitome of like high school playboy oh my god is this really real like yeah and just like his character i know like he's supposed to be like the really like the cute one that everyone's like oh but like he's like too pretty he's like yeah, he's over- sleazy there's something sleazy about him yeah like yeah like he's in like a like in a cult or something i don't know <laughs> No, no, it's not like, a cult, but yeah, like not, no, yeah. it's like plastic surgery. By the time he's like seventeen, I don't know. Yeah, um, he's a model, and and he yeah. doesn't know what words mean, and he's yeah, he's <laughs> but um, yeah, just a bonehead, really. But yeah, total weird. like more about like and the <laughs> yeah, it's he's just like one of those people that are just like, are you for real? Like what? Yeah, and like I, I just can't imagine ever finding someone like that attractive in any way. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's the home teacher when he says "pipe down, Chachi." When he calls him oh, Chachi, oh. yeah, again, yeah, Daryl Chill Mitchell and Allison Janney, like, oh my god, they could have. I would have watched this movie for an, an extra half hour if they wanted to add more of those characters. Yeah, <laughs> they were just great. Yeah, um, and. David Crumholtz, uh, his like his delivery too is perfect. Um, when they have to go, uh, there's a scene where they have to go find Patrick Verona, Heath Ledger, and they're in a bar, and he says, <laughs> he says to Cameron, "Don't touch anything. You might get appetitis." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a typical like yuppie thing to say. It's it like- is, and then there's another one that I think he says right around there. He says, oh, yeah, Patrick's having a beer. And and David Krumholtz's character is like, should you be drinking that if you don't have a liver? <laughs> <laughs> he sold his liver. <laughs> oh, my God. There's like all these. There's like a laundry list of of rumors that have gone on about Patrick Verona. And yeah. one of them was like, I heard he lit a state trooper on fire. <laughs> like, like a person. I heard he ate a, I heard he ate a whole talk except the beak and the feet oh like, uh, yeah because i mean he's decent he's not gonna eat the beak and feet no <laughs> uh, but there are there are other um pointers to uh william shakespeare in this as well because mm. she says uh cat says something about her pers- personality being tempestuous like yeah. the tempest. Yeah, tempest and there is yeah. there is also um uh well michael says we had a minor run-in with the shrew yeah yeah there's there's a few and even um you and i were talking about that one line uh that cameron says that is just so ridiculous that oh i burn, I, 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 perish. I burn i pine i perish and I that i believe seen... is direct out of taming of the shrew 
Yeah. And yeah. not for nothing, yeah. though. He The way he says it is really sweet. It is like he, he it's, it's like, are you going to go that puppy dog already? Like, <laughs> yeah, I know, but like, that's the thing is like, he's like, oh my God, but he's swooning. He's so taken over that that's right. And he, and in the end he was right. Like he got to, you know, see her worst version of herself and she kind of turned mm-hmm. around. So, yeah. Um, and then the whole thing about cat uh, making that kid needing the testicle retrieval operation which i thought was hilarious yeah that's she's when like she's oh in- no it really happened and he's like oh my he's like so surprised that like the rumor about her was actually true yeah yeah so yeah when she's in alice and jenny's office and yeah she's like oh i heard his testicle retrieval operation went quite well she's like all right i maintain he kicked himself in the balls yeah but i don't know and that's funny because patrick was in there uh, in the guidance office right after Kat for, I think, showing it wasn't his penis, oh, yeah. but like it was, was a bratwurst, <laughs> but he must have held it out like it was his penis. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, there's a lot of testicles, and yeah, yeah, there were so many. Like, when you go to a co ed high school, there's a lot of penis jokes. I mean, he, yeah. what's his name? Um, Joey b- b- draws the penis on uh, on uh, Michael's yes. face. With That's right. But before that, he's drawing on a um a cafeteria tray. He's drawing like a naked. Yeah, yeah he's drawing boobs. Yeah. Like, there we go. <laughs> and he's That's like for, talking to it. He's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? You're at you're at high school lunch in the cafeteria. <laughs> it doesn't stop any male, Megan. I mean, I you would be well, because you went to an all-girls. I did. Right? I and I am glad I went to an all-girls. Yeah, well, school. And some of us went to all- but I have to say there were some amusing, and I I admit there were sometimes there were some amusing things where it's like, how are they getting away with this? yeah yeah and I'm like okay I don't know that I could get away with that because I would just be like well I would never do anything that annoying like where I would get caught (laughs) so I'm like oh that's not a school Uh, thing (laughs) all right no but but it's quite common for male high school students to drop penises yeah no I assumed I assumed that actually I think I assumed that boys were a lot worse and I was just always like oh my god they're so bad they should not be in my school <laughs> and actually, some of them were amusing. Some of them were like, "Oh wow!" Um, yeah. Well, I had to. I had to grow up being very bold with boys because um, I didn't go to school with them. So if I ever wanted to get to know a guy better, anytime I was talking to one that I sort of liked, I have to be like, "So, what is your number? Okay, and when am I? When am I again?" I'm like, okay. "Man, I could have taken notes from you because, like, if I can't, I'd just be like, I'd get like scared." Yeah, well, no, I, mean, like, I like people, but I'd be like, I don't know how to do this. That's how I. That's how I met my husband too. As I was at a wedding and I saw him, and I'm like, "Oh, he's really cute." And after today, I'm never going to see him again. And I'm like, "So I better just go ask him to dance." So unfortunately that ended with we got married, but like, yeah. (laughs) I think it's like, I just got bolder as time went on. And then after a while, when you've been through as many surgeries and you have multiple med students seeing you at a certain point, you're like, all right, look, show's over guys. Just do it. Yeah. Oh, I know. Now I'm kind of just like, okay. Oh, I I like, actually it's a line that um, Heath Ledger says to um, JGL or to Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I'm going to keep saying JGL. Mm -hmm. That's just, that's. What I know him as. Um, 
Uh-huh. Yeah. They're like leaving that bogey Lonestein party and Cameron's like, uh, oh, I'm I'm leaving. Bianca never liked me. And and he's like, okay, Cameron. He's like, don't let anyone ever feel like you don't deserve what you want. And I'm like, that's uh-huh. a nice thing for him to say to him. I don't know. I like I liked their friendship that developed. It, like, it was a it was a good and he was a good like guide for him. I yeah, he's like a big like, brother kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. And my, you know, my other favorite was when she she goes back to like what happened at Bogey Lowenstein's party and everything and she's like, "Oh, so it wasn't my um uh before um it's like before before that and she, she he says i want to take you out he wants he wants to take her to prom oh yeah and, and then she does the i want you i need you oh baby oh baby and i'm like my god it must be some sarcastic thing that happens with some females because like i could be yeah. really sarcastic in my you know, Kim and I were talking about that line today. Our friend, our friend Kim, I was talking to, and uh, who also mm-hmm. loves this movie, and looks like Julia Stiles. Were you there when uh, the guy in the cafeteria was like, "You look like Julia Stiles," and then the rest of us were like, "Whoa, you really do!" Like, I never noticed that. <laughs> um, but yeah, we were talking about that line. Yeah, the um, am I that transparent? I want you. I need you. Oh baby. Oh baby. Oh baby. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, my. What my other favorite line that she says is my stunning digestive pyrotechnics. <laughs> oh yeah, because yeah, she gets very drunk at, at Bogey Lonesteams. Yeah, Party. but like it's a great way too that Michael gets back at him. He's like, oh no, yeah. I know how to play. He wants. Yeah, to I was like, oh, he can be a bad high school boy too. I I really like Michael. Michael's, Michael's. I do too. Like there was something also sweet about him. Like he was trying to like make everything work and like you know and always had a smile on his face he's like okay yeah let i want to hear you upbeat we're screwed <laughs> we're screwed we're That's screwed <laughs> um oh <laughs> they're um so they're getting ready to go to bogey lonestein's party and uh bianca the younger sister has her friend over the house and they're getting ready to head out and they're kind of like sneaking out of the house a bit because they're mm-hmm. like don't want any questions from the dad and he's like wait, wait wait where are you going nice try and she's like um a small study group of friends and then he says mm-hmm. otherwise oh, no. like, orgy orgy <laughs> <laughs> like oh, i love that dad i'm like well maybe oh I my god uh, <laughs> i was i was thinking too about how um there was that night now we used to have because at saint joseph college when it used to be an all-girl Catholic college, mm-hmm. uh, we used to have mixers with some of the neighboring schools. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me, one of the guys reminded me of something right out of 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah. Is that one of the part? And I was thinking about this. I was like, what? And I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> No, no, because it was just something like it was something he's like, hey, you ladies. And I'm like, he's a little bit like Michael. I was like, that guy was a little bit like Michael. Yeah. And when I think about it, they're just doing the same thing that I used to do. Like, oh, there's boys here. I better go talk to some of them. (laughs) So I can, you know. We used to have like a a plan. Like you, Kim and I would be like, all right, this is what we're going to do. Ladies, we just need to make some space and make ourselves more inviting yeah like, but then i think we also had the and like keep an eye out for each other 
because yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But nothing. No one. Nothing ever happened. Like they weren't like that. They weren't. You know. And anyway, yeah. it was only like ten of them that would show up, and they were gone. A lot of them were from like the Coast Guard. Yeah. We're like, oh, I think they're very well behaved, or else they're dying to misbehave right now. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Maybe we'll. I'll, you know, but I was thinking about how this movie too was a good reflection on the teenage dynamics and teenagers trying to find themselves and where they fit into everything. Yeah. And like when he was pointing out the different groups of like the Ivy League school kids, then the school kids that were trying to be like the wannabe Rastas and then the the coffee like the all, yeah, yeah like all the different like age group like all the different groupings and like how you know he was just trying to like navigate through all of them you know michael was just trying yeah. to navigate through all of them not really so yeah and it sometimes seems like the happiest people in the end are the ones that don't sign up for any of those groups you know <laughs> yeah no. they're like tangentially like know all of them but you can get along with them but um, exactly like you could sit down and like not be a threat like it was like hey what's up that was it you know yeah exactly and that that reminds me of like something how you're talking about you're you're trying to find how you fit in and like what your thing is and mm-hmm. um, the dad says something about like you're 18 you don't know what you want and you won't know mm-hmm. till you're 45 and by then you'll be too old to get it <laughs> I'm like that's so depressing but kind of like true <laughs> like the uh, yeah. she i love the thing where she gets the acceptance letter and Airlines, he wants yeah. to make decisions for her and he calls her out mm-hmm. and she said he says but i'm your father that's my job is to make decisions for you mm-hmm. and i was like oh my god <laughs> like yeah what the actual f you know yeah, like, like she's 18 this is not a good way to like start off her adult life with being like, no but no. i can say whatever i want i can veto whatever even though yeah yeah <laughs> you're capable of making decisions yeah but, okay, yeah yeah, yeah set in like um seattle which right. i love seattle that's one of my favorite cities um um yeah but uh, some good bands uh, came out of there huh some good bands came out of there good bands came out of there uh twin peaks was set there love twin Mm -hmm. peaks um yeah that's a beautiful area and i love their their high school building is like a friggin castle it is like Mm -hmm. the most humongous thing i've ever seen i don't know my my high school was uh, kind of modest looking. I mean, but it, <laughs> I'm just like, that's a school. I couldn't pay attention if I was in there. I'd be like, am I going to knock anything over? Oh my God, this building is too nice to be a school. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I remember when they did the addition to our high school. Mm-hmm. And I was like, when the hell did this happen? I like, had the whole like, when the hell did this happen? <laughs> oh, after you had left? Yeah. Yeah, that happened at my high school too. There's now like a whole like art wing. I'm like, we didn't have art when I was there. We had like, you could take foreign language. That was like the most weird thing you could do. <laughs> we had like art. We had like uh, auto shop, like all the different like tech, you know. Yeah. That's so what's good cool about public school is you have all those other things like a private school. They're like, oh, we don't need to give you that. I mean, but now they have like art. We, I, 
I'll tell you, it's really funny too to think about then how like we got to St. Joseph and it was just like, okay, this is what's going to happen. Meanwhile, like alarms were going off at like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> we have a fire marshal yelling at a group of like women who were in their bathroom. Some of us were like half asleep. Some were like in the shower and we're outside like cold. He's like, ladies, don't you understand that you could? And it's like, is there an actual fire? Oh, fire help. Yeah. <laughs> I never like, remember a fire drill going off there that wasn't in the middle of the night. Like, I don't oh, think it was ever. Oh, my God. It was always <laughs> in the middle of the night. Yeah. And I'd be like, 3 30 in the morning. And I'm like, um, yeah. Krista and I, like the first year I was there, we lived like right next to the the door to go <laughs> and we were on the first floor. So we just like would hear all the people coming out. We're like, okay, I guess we should go outside now too. Cause like everyone's emptying into the building. But <laughs> like, well, we're right here. We're not going to burn first. It's, it'll be. Yeah. Amazing. It's, it's a different, like I have to, like, I was thinking about like how, um, cause I've seen pictures now of how updated our campus is and like, it looks like a castle now that like, yeah. Castle building, <laughs> That's like, it looks like that's what McDonough looks like now is the castle. Yeah. I'm like, when did this happen? I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I do want to go visit it again. Like, I mean, it's it's not that far from me and I really should. I don't know if any of my old coworkers are still there because I feel weird just being like, hi, school. None of you know me. I'm so much older than all of you. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like one of those things where it's like, I'm going to go hide somewhere. <laughs> Mommy. Yeah. <laughs> Mommy. that was another thing you and I used to say a lot when something got like uncomfortable we'd just be like hey. uh, mommy <laughs> um oh, oh. do we want to get into talking about the music from this movie how awesome the music was in this movie yeah and I have to say like yeah there there are so many songs in this movie that I'm like I love this and like and some of them are like cover songs too and I'm like oh I think this is a great one to bring into this but Mm -hmm. There were so many great songs that were not on the soundtrack. Like the soundtrack itself is like, okay, but I'm like, oh, a lot of the ones I really liked weren't on there. <laughs> like, um, like Heath Ledger singing, I love, I love you, baby. Yeah. So I had that picture I had printed out a bunch of pictures that to put up on my wall and I had found that little shot of him and he's like mid like dance move yeah and it was just a couple of months ago like I had come across it and it was like a little torn and worn out and a little like it, it obviously had faded mm -hmm. um and I remember having it up on my wall in St. Joseph. Okay. I was bummed too. Like I was still trying to. It's like the only way I could really find the clip of him singing was mm. the actual video clip on YouTube. Aside from the movie, like because I did look for the audio clip of him singing. Yeah, because I really like that. Um, Joan Jett. Yeah, bad reputation. reputation. Yeah. I love too that it's like the girls are in the car, they're all like moving to one week. And it's really funny too, because it wasn't like that one week song wasn't like a real like the way they were moving to it. I was like, okay, this is a little strange. Yeah, I was like, I didn't really dance to that song. I maybe like bop my head or something, but like they were like, Woo! I'm like, you're driving, A. Eh? And like and, yeah, <laughs> you're driving. Oh, okay. it's coming out with the mommy. Yeah, come on. Mommy. Um 
Yeah, and then Kat pulls up in her really awesome classic car. Oh my God. I I'd be like, I'd do whatever my dad car. said if that was my car. I'd be like, sure, I'll go yeah. to UW, whatever. <laughs> no, I'll do whatever. I'll go like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, she she pulls up with a uh, bad reputation playing. And it, it, it fits her. She's just got this look on her face like, yeah, fuck off. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. just like, <laughs> she's just like, and it's great too because it's like, I love that Joan Jack was featured on the soundtrack. That was made me. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was uh, jo- Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, right? Yes. yes, yes, that's right. Was that one on the soundtrack? Mm-hmm. I don't see it on the actual soundtrack. Did it? Mm. I don't see it on here because that's one of my complaints. <laughs> it's like, why isn't that on the soundtrack? <laughs> I have a complaint. I have a complaint. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! Don't pull a Karen, and I'd like to see your manager. Oh no. No. Yeah. Don't you feel so bad for people named Karen though who aren't? Oh my god, I do. I do. Oh no, I was gonna say I was so excited that that horror movie came out called Megan. Oh my god. Oh hell yeah. If they could ever do anything to butcher my name, I'm like, please make it like a thing that I would love. And I'm like, oh, that does not butcher my name at all because I love this. <laughs> I don't I haven't seen it yet, but I'm like, oh, I love that they made the creepy girl Megan. <laughs> Yeah, mm. it was funny too because, like, when you were told, I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "I've never heard it too." And I'm like, "Oh my god, Megan!" Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Wee!" <laughs> oh my god! You know, um, I was thinking about the awkwardness of our interfacing, even with the the male band members that we had interfaced with, and even like, yeah. you know, and I was thinking about how like we were kind of like awkward but we embraced our awkwardness and we didn't care we weren't trying to like prove anything yeah i was gonna say we aren't fangirly or anything we're like oh crap I, my shoes untied or oh i dropped something or like yeah and i think it was because you and i both knew that like if we didn't say hi like we would feel like shit for a long time yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're like we gotta do this and uh it, it, it no matter what happens good or bad we'll have a story about it yeah no matter what no matter what um one of the songs Mm. that i was really excited was atomic dog by george clinton yeah yeah i like that one too yeah Mm -hmm. and that one did make the soundtrack yep so that was cool that's playing Mm -hmm. like a is that playing at bogey's party Mm -hmm. yeah hypnotized by biggie that was great i was so glad I, yeah. I still listen to Hypnotized by Biggie probably at least once a week. Um, it's a- I think, yeah, this movie probably is what got it in my head at first, but I was just like, I love this song and I can't believe that's mm-hmm. the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, there was some classic stuff in here and there's like a bunch of the Letters to Cleo songs. That were yeah. Really Letters cool. to Cleo and- was kind of like the featured band of the movie and like, yeah, love the last and- scene of the movie where they they are playing on t- on the roof of the school of the yep. castle school yeah <laughs> singing yeah that's, and that's what the fire drill thing made me think of it is like i was thinking about the face of mcdonough and i was yeah. also thinking of um was it mercy mm-hmm. mercy was was, it, yeah yeah mercy not mercy yeah um it was mcdonough like it had that similar face to mcdonough and that's what made me think of like why I flash back to the fire drill 
of mm. like I remember looking at McDonough and going, that's kind of like a a little bit like that castle esque look. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Just kind of like a oh, we're going to yeah. inside there. <laughs> yeah. And I love it too that they he got them to play at prom. He surprised yeah. them with that. And I love too. There was a scene that made that reminded me of the two of us yeah. where they're dancing and it's um let they go to see uh letters to Cleo at that small uh that small venue. Yes. Which like I never see you look so sexy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like uh, the music stops and he, everyone's and yeah. like, okay. <laughs> oh, and then they both giggle. Yeah. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah, that makes me think of like the Webster. That's it made me think of the Webster when she goes, I need agua. And it's me going, I need to pee. (laughs) Yeah, I had to pee. Except, yeah, it was weird because it was like, it was mostly women there and Heath Ledger. (laughs) So like, oh, everyone is like behaving themselves. It's giving each other space around where they're dancing. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh yeah, God. I was excited to see uh, Letters to Cleo in that movie. And I really liked the, that song, Come On. I was kind of hoping that was on the soundtrack. That's the one they're playing in the club. But um, mm-hmm. I know, yeah. So the two songs from Letters to Cleo are on here are Cruel to Be Kind and I Want You to Want Me. So yeah, maybe which they're both covers. Do, yeah, only doing covers. Because I know there's a whole thing about what can and can't go on a soundtrack. My sister uh, listened to... Um, Cause she would listen to our reality bites one. And then she also uh-huh. listened to, uh, I guess on Hey Dude. Uh, have you listened to the Hey Dude podcast? It's like, Hey, no. Dude, he's called. okay. I haven't listened to it yet. And I'm, I'm shocked. I haven't. Um, but yeah, the, I guess Lisa Loeb was on it and talks about, Oh, like, with yeah. Did you, did you, maybe you also told me about this too. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Cause it, it like literally went up the week after we had posted our reality bites one. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> I mean, we got ours out. But, but yeah. they, she actually newfound glory covered stay. Yes. That's with right. her with her. And with her. Really good. yeah. With her. Oh, that's it's cool. It's on what I gave you. It's on that disc if you still have it. I'm sure I do. I just don't have a CD player. But yeah, I do. I do. Actually, I know exactly where it is upstairs. <laughs> yeah. Um, Madness, Wings of a Dove. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's a good one. The one display song I thought, and maybe it's just me, because like I equate the song with um, The Wedding Singer, mm-hmm. is... Um, Hold Me Now by the Thompson Twins. Um, because it's when they're leaving Bogey Lowenstein's party. That's playing. I love that song. I didn't even catch that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. they're leaving. And like Cameron yeah. like, hold me now. And I'm like, this is an interesting song to be playing. Yeah. <laughs> I know. As I say, I love that song. But yeah, that's a weird place to have it in. Oh, and then when they're driving to um when Kat and Patrick are driving back to Kat's house where she's still kind of drunk and everything mm-hmm. uh, the original version of cruel to be kind is playing in his on his car stereo yes yeah and I was and like she's oh, and then going she I should do this this is yeah. what I should do I was like oh my god I love yeah her. yeah she's another one I think Megan we would have been good friends with um who Kat yeah, 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 Kat. Um, yeah, I like kind of get like her friend, um, Man, Man, Mandela, I think is her yeah. friend. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, like she seemed pretty chill. So I'm like, okay, maybe, I don't know. Kat seems like she needs her her space, but to also be mm -hmm. included. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no. I, yeah, I'd, I I like her character. Um, and I kind of get why she is the way she is, but she kind of, mm -hmm. I think, grows a lot from, from all of this. She um, does. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that my other favorite scene is with um, when he does the flyers for Bogie Lowenstein's party oh, yeah. sexy and sexy. Like I so forgot good. to write that one down. Yeah. I, I actually really like that song. I was like, I, oh, do too. I forgot how good this song is. I was like, mm. yeah. it's good. Just like put it on the background. You're like, mm, ding, boom, 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 yeah. <laughs> and it was really funny too. Cause like, I do like that song by the Thompson twins, the hold me now. And I'm like, why? Like, I like this song, but like, I think of the wedding singer when I, hear yeah. Uh, uh, when they're when they're playing paintball fascinating new thing by semi-sonic yeah I'm just gonna say that one yeah I, it's such a great song that song and that one is like underrated yeah. yeah it's like that it's like a feel-good song and like you, you it know. matches the energy of the paintball and you know yeah. Mm -hmm. And I like it that they're not doing the paintball with like the guns. They're doing like they're actually throwing paint at each other. Yeah, yeah. It's more. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's yeah. So cute. Yeah, um, yeah. That one I really liked a lot. Um, mm -hmm. Let's see. Were there any others that stuck out to you, or or um, the there was uh, there was another one. Hang on one second. It just oh brain. Right. Where are you? Um, <laughs> Where are you? Uh, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> can't get enough of your love, babe. They can't get enough of you, baby. Yeah. Bye. Enough of you, baby. And push it by salt and pepper. That was like also a bogey Lowenstein party. Yes. Whoever, right. whoever was DJing for that party, I'm like, wow, they're actually picking like dance music for this party. Yeah, and like stuff from like ten years prior, some of it. Like, oh, okay, yeah, but not bad. Like, like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm like, okay. It, it, yeah, it was pretty good stuff. Whoever was DJing, I know. I love Bogey Lowenstein's party. Like, it's all like these like civilized going to Ivy League school. Yo, like, Ivy League. It's like all these like goity toity. Like they're all sitting with the. Oh no, 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 no! You cannot do that. And then like, yeah, and he's like, is that Nigel with the Brie? Yeah, and yeah. then in like two point five seconds, it's converted to just like a teenage mayhem. Yeah. mayhem. yeah, and I'm like, whoa, okay. <laughs> uh, Michael must have been very happy about that. No, oh, I, I <laughs> like, think I he did probably. This. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. So, um, I know we we briefly mentioned the uh, Heath Ledger singing "I Love You, Baby." Uh, I, I thought he did such a great job with that, too. And I love, yeah. too, did you catch the point where he taps the cop on the ass? Yes, I love that part. I'm like, wow. He, I was like, I got to see if Megan noticed that. I got to see if Megan noticed that. I did. That. I thought that was sweet because I'm like, oh, I bet he just did that because he thought Kat would think it was, like, really funny. <laughs> but I wondered, too, if it was, like, spur of the moment, like, off the cuff. Like, it was, like, yeah, a like, What else can I do that's bad? Where else, how else yeah, can I be like, naughty? Right, let me get to hit the cop 
in the ass. <laughs> yeah. If you've never seen this movie, like do yourself a favor and just like go on YouTube and find Heath Ledger singing. I love you, baby. it's worth it you won't be sorry can't Uh, take my eyes off of you you're just too good to be true yeah Um, yeah i'm like no one's paying him enough to do that like no uh, like joey donner's paying him to be oh joey donner but my other favorite too is when he says to cat well that's the first time somebody's flashed a teacher to get me out of detention and it was like oh he's like oh you knew about that (laughs) <laughs> oh my god oh yeah so that that all kind of like brings me to what was i going to call this segment? i came up with a name from this segment didn't i oh god here we go oh, what is okay. it okay two let's play two degrees of heath ledger so let's see if we can get ourselves to like within two degrees of heath ledger is there anyone i mean for that to happen you and i would have each had to have met somebody from this movie okay you go first megan Okay, yeah, I was <laughs> I like your story is more fun than mine anyway. Okay, so uh, when I was, I don't know, so sometime in college, uh, let's see, or no, this was this was pre 10 Things I Hate About You, backing up. Oh, I okay. I, like, I think I was in like middle school or something. Um, and uh, we, we didn't even mention that this actor was in the movie, I don't think. But yeah, the, the guy, there's a teacher who's also the soccer coach. And he's also the detention uh, moderator. And uh, it's, oh, who cat flashes. Yeah, who cat flashes her, her boobs too, yeah. Um, played by David Leisure, who was on uh, Empty Nest. There's also known yeah. for Joey Suzu, yeah. like the in the Suzu commercials. Um, he was playing at a golf tournament in my town. And um, I don't know, my mom and I saw that in the paper. And, and also um, the other person that appearing there was doogie hauser's dad like the guy who played him uh james oh my god i think and uh i don't know my mom was like oh that's interesting and i was like oh we should go to that and my mom was like yeah whatever (laughs) so my mom and i went to that and met both of that we met david leisure and james sicking and um yeah no he was nice i remember um like he came by and he he shook our hand and he was friendly he's like hi how did you do thanks for coming out and and then immediately lit up a cigarette. And so my mom was like, oh, and I was like, oh, yeah, smoking bad. <laughs> so that was mine. I met David Leisure and he is met Heath Ledger, worked with Heath Ledger. Well, interestingly enough, I yeah. also met somebody from Doogie Hauser. I met Doogie Hauser. No. Um, when did yeah. you meet Doogie Hauser? He was in Neil Patrick Harris was in a production of Assassins mm-hmm. and um he played uh it, so Assassins is about all the different um president uh, people who have assassinated different uh assassinated different presidents oh, okay. and he played um Lee Harvey Oswald who shot oh, wow. Kennedy and he also played like but his his character is also like a dual narrator and Lee Harvey Oswald mm. um and so we went to see him and I was like I was like I'm gonna meet him I'm gonna meet him and I like round out and I round out toward this parking lot you know toward the parking garage and I hook this sharp left and there he is talking to some guy and I'm like uh and I'm like okay I, was like, <laughs> All right, I just want to tell you 
and like how awesome you were in this and then I told him about like of course I was a Doogie Howser fan and Mm -hmm. you know that was a pretty dope moment but my two degrees of Heath Ledger story was I literally and figuratively (laughs) smacked into Andrew Keegan on the street (laughs) (laughs) this was in New York Megan, yes, Megan knows my propensity for being a little bit of a klutz, and <laughs> my klutziness couldn't hit at a better moment. Um, my dad and I were walking on uh, our way to a fire rhythms class, and we were walking down the street, and I see this guy from like far away, and I'm like, oh, he's he's pretty good looking guy, and I'm like walking toward, you know, and I don't realize it, but like I kind of like side clonk into him. Mm-hmm. And I go, wow. I look up and he goes, oh, sorry. I go, oh, I'm sorry. And I look at him and I go, hmm. And so I keep walking and I go, why does he look for, he looks really familiar. And I go, oh, and I turn around at the top of my lungs. And I go, that was the guy who played the asshole and said things I hate about you. <laughs> You're the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he went down the street, but of course, my loud mouth. Yeah. He I'm like, oh my god, I did not do that. But it was so you're like, that definitely was him. (laughs) (laughs) But it was the fact that he started laughing and I'm going, great. Well, you know, there we have it. It's it's kind of a cat in real life. (laughs) (laughs) So but it was a lot of fun. Like my dad was like, who was that? And you know, and I told him, I was like, oh no, he plays this like he's really filled with himself. And I was like, totally the guys that I had no patience for in high school myself and mm-hmm. you know that was really funny and and I, <laughs> I asked my dad actually the other day I was like do you remember when I smacked into the guy my dad started he goes yup and I'm like oh my god I'm like, <laughs> I could see oh I love that I can picture all of this okay. but it was just so funny because like I did not like without it like I just didn't I was like, oh, he's not going to be able to hear me. And of yeah. course, like, and that, <laughs> he's that asshole. He's that asshole from 10 Things I Hate About. Well, no, I said he played that asshole in yeah. 10 Things I Hate About You. So, yeah, like, I didn't. So, Andrew Keegan, <laughs> see, to this day, um, my embarrassment of my clutziness still lives on. Oh, uh, I celebrate well your clutziness. Yeah. <laughs> My clutziness have gotten us into some great moments we have coming up with the other band stories. Oh, (laughs) yeah, absolutely. So, like, trip on that guy. (laughs) Trip on that guy. I know. Megan was always looking like, who else could you get into trouble with? It's like, Megan, don't don't test me. You want to go there? Yeah. Um, Oh, my God. Megan, this has been been a lot of fun, as always. And this was just, I felt like this was a really fun soundtrack in that it was very upbeat and there was a great mix of genres of music that is that's true there was quite a mix of genres i i did like that about it um yeah yeah and i have to say i think it's more songs that ended up not being on the soundtrack that i really liked but you Mm -hmm. know nevertheless the music in this movie is is great um yeah like it's a it's like a light enough movie it's like a a comedy but there are there are some like deeper things in it where you're like oh that's messed up (laughs) but like yeah yeah it's like a growth movie like you see it is coming out with growth yeah and you could see the arcs in their different characters yeah like even bianca has a great 
character arc when she realizes what happened with her sister and Joey. And then she like, she just annihilates him. Like her whole world's been changed when the reality of who she is. Cause like she yeah. starts to get bored at the party with him. Like you could see it like, ugh. yeah, this guy's like- so filled with himself. Um, so. You know what I'm just thinking would have been really funny for you to say to Andrew Keegan when you went into him? <laughs> you should have just turned to him and been like, damn it, Andrew, I'm shooting a nose spray ad in the morning. <laughs> oh my God. God damn it. Sandal commercial. No, it didn't um, step on my feet. No, it, it was my own fault because like. I, oh, I wouldn't have known what to say. I'd be like, I'm uh, sorry. I'm a ding dong. <laughs> I'm a ding dong. No. I'm a ding dong. <laughs> no, instead your friend just says asshole at the top of her lungs. Yeah. In <laughs> Great moment yeah. for Juliana. Yeah. Well, I wasn't calling him directly. I it was his character that I was yeah, no, I don't. Yeah. I did not call Andrew Keegan an asshole. I said he played the asshole. And did yeah, you want to start a rumble with him in the streets? <laughs> 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 and then, and then, and then, that, and then <laughs> that line that the homeroom teacher: "One day you're gonna get clocked." Oh, one day you're gonna one get. One day you're gonna get bitch slapped, and I ain't gonna be here to stop it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, my god no and and i agree with you there were songs that um and that were on there i did like it though there was there was an actual band in this movie and it yeah. showed like what and save ferris too yeah yeah exactly yeah so i think what i liked about it too is that it showed what like a smaller venue looked mm-hmm. like in the later a, a later 90s early 2000s like yeah. that that was kind of like the size of the, I was looking at it, I was like it kind of looks like the Webster a little bit it does it was just like a lot cleaner yeah, well, yeah <laughs> and there was like no like no moshing signs on the side of it yeah no moshing signs to disregard yeah <laughs> yeah um so that's it folks that's where it's at uh, uh thank you so much for your love and support and tuning in And Megan, I love you. I'm so glad we got this going. And um, I'll catch you next week. All right. Love you too, dude. Thank you.